The following presentation is brought to you by KMmedia.pro. Please visit KMmedia.pro for more information. Now stay right where you are as we present. Welcome to Positive Talk Radio, evolving ideas, one conversation at a time. Great guests, dynamic stories and interviews, plus new thoughts on a wide range of topics and concepts. I hope that you'll hang with me, Kevin McDonald, my friends, and of course, you, as together we work to understand why we are all here and what we can do to make our world a better place for all of us to be happy, be kind, and live in peace together. Yep, that's Positive Talk Radio. To another episode of Positive Talk Radio. My name is Kevin McDonald. I'm your host today and your host, you know, like tomorrow and the day after that and all that. But I wanted, <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited because we've got, this is another international show. Um, on Friday, we had a singer-songwriter on from Finland, and his name is Tommy Tika. And today we have got a wonderful life coach and an author, and her book is doing really quite well. And it's about ready to be multilingual, meaning it's going to be published in both English and Spanish and goodness knows where else. And she is calling in. It's almost Betty by time where she is she's in switzerland and it's two o'clock here and 11 o'clock there so uh paula connect i'd like to welcome you to the show how are you hello having and thank you for having me here oh you're good so, afternoon you're... to you <laughs> <laughs> you are more than more than welcome because you, you are an extraordinary uh coach and you and you help people and you also are a um a, a author and uh the name of your book is called The Success Mindset, and uh, uh, it's, it came out in November, and I understand it's doing so well that it is um, now going to be uh, uh, published in Spanish, which is your native tongue where you were originally. That's and, right. And how in the world did you end up in Switzerland? <laughs> Excellent question. Well, uh, you know, life takes you often to unexpected places. <laughs> that indeed. happened to me as well. Uh, but uh, it was also the result of uh, my desire to, you know, travel around the world and see other countries. So since I was very young, I dreamed about living in Europe, actually. So... I actually graduated from engineering. I come from the science, the hardcore thinking part, logical, and transition into coach. Yet that's another story. But um, part of the journey involved, you know, uh, after my graduation, I was thinking, oh, I want to explore the world. I want to see more. So I enrolled in an MBA uh, in Switzerland. And since then, <laughs> uh -huh. I uh, basically I stayed here, uh, although I had the opportunity to travel all around Europe and even uh, around the world, basically, due to my job. But uh, that's how I ended up in Switzerland. Started like a 
let's say temporary or temp temp term uh, study and ended up being uh, like a second home for me well from what i understand i've now i've never been to switzerland and one of these days i that's on my bucket list to go there um because it i understand it's a very warm and caring i'm not talking about the weather i'm talking about the people <laughs> warm and caring uh population um they are very peaceful people um they've managed somehow to avoid both world war one world war two and they're still in peace today it's it's pretty remarkable and it must be just beautiful there it's absolutely stunning and you're right about the people um many tend to think they are uh, shy and uh, not so open but it's just because you don't know them really they are careful in the approach but once you gain the trust then they are absolutely wonderful people and yes it's very peaceful here and uh, the nature is absolutely amazing so i definitely recommend you to to visit us here well, and one of these days I'm going to. Now, and the reason that in case somebody's wondering and doesn't know geography very well, the reason Switzerland has been able to be safe is that you are, the co whole country is surrounded by mountains, aren't they? Yeah. Um, there is a long uh, line of Alps, which are the one of the tallest in Europe, but also valleys and uh, lakes and um, but definitely is, I will say, around 70% of the land that is not living land is mountain. Isn't that, so it is just, it has to be really, really scenic and really pretty. Now, do you do you get to uh, go climbing um, on, on the mountains a little bit or are they too big to climb? No, you can hike and actually the Swiss transport system has uh, like lifts or trains that really go up to the mountains. The Bernina Express is one of the most famous and it takes you really around the Alps and they go pretty high actually. So you don't need to be a professional hiker or um, anything like that to, to go high on the mountain. We have uh, really a lot of opportunities to go up without being in super physical shape. So well, that's really that, great. That would be good for me. I can tell you that because I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to be climbing any mountains anytime soon. But if you, because you've got the trams and stuff that go up there and all of that. So, so. But in, enough about Switzerland. Let's talk about Paula. Um, how did you get into coaching? You were, you were a professional. Uh, person that was in the in engineering and that sort of thing what did, what uh, inspired you to become a coach yeah actually um this topic about human nature understanding human nature was was on my heart since i was very young i started to write since i was i guess 10 around that time i really started to um to poems or write about life so it it was a natural thing for me to do and i was very curious about why we are how we are why do we take certain decisions what influences us what is the meaning of being here uh, how can we get better 
So it was always in me, but you know, you get influenced by, by the people, by community around you and you think, oh, um, I should get a proper job, I guess. <laughs> so I know, and I was also curious about understanding how things work. So I was not fighting with my rational mind, but I just uh, follow basically the path that most people do did or at that time. Uh, but that's part of the, the coach inside me stayed with me because uh, once I re uh, started working in global companies, meeting a lot of people from different cultures and different backgrounds and countries and so on. I rediscovered that passion I had for people and for understanding different uh, ways of being. And, and so the transition started once I reached a certain level in my career when I thought, okay, um, I I am doing quite well in my job. Um, I reached a promising stage in my career, uh, economically doing good, but something is missing. I didn't, I felt like I reached a point in my life where, where something was truly missing. I was not finding job uh, joy anymore in, in just doing purely business, you know. You know, I think that, um, and I've said this many times on the program because I, but I, I think that most of us at one time in our, or another in our life have two fundamental questions that we're trying to answer. Uh, at least, at least in my world, the first one is, um, is this all there is, is just going to work and making money and, and going back to work and learning and going back to, you know, is that all there is? Um, and the, and the uh, second question is, why am I really here? There has to be a purpose for me being here. Why is that? And why should, why, what is my passion? What should I be following? Have you found that that's true in, in your work that a lot of people have those fundamental questions? Absolutely. That's one of the reasons they come to coaching is because they reach that wall or they, they reach that stage where they ask themselves, is it really, is this really all I can do with my life? Just have this job or just do the same thing over and over Monday to Friday and then just hope for the weekend because truly something is missing. Yes. And you're not feeling excited about, I mean, I guess, you know, like when I was in my twenties and I was quote unquote climbing the corporate ladder and I was getting, you know, trying to get better at the jobs I was doing and stuff that, that, that satisfied me. But the, when there came a point in time when I, you know, just like you, I was doing really quite well financially and, and was, and had, you know, as a district sales manager and had been a national sales manager and stuff, but it wasn't satisfying. It wasn't how I wanted to live my life. I wanted to have much more of a, of a positive impact. And, and, and so that led me down a completely different road. And I think a lot of people get to a point where, and it can be in, in your thirties, it can be in your forties or maybe your fifties or sixties. I knew one person in her seventies that had an epiphany, but it doesn't matter when, 
but eventually that's going to happen. Don't has that been your experience as well? Yes, uh, in the coaching practice, I have, you know, people that is in their twenties and up to the sixties, almost approaching their seventies, and they are still in the quest of finding the meaning of their lives. I believe every time is a wonderful time as long as you are aware of it and you want to do something about it. But that's the responsibility of of every human that is here in this earth is to question yourself why I am here and what is my contribution to the world. And doesn't matter when you start as long as that quest is leading you to finally feel there is a meaning that is worthwhile living and fighting for exactly you know and i love the title of your book the success mindset because you know even just taking the word success each one of us has to determine in our own mind what success means to us it's not how much money you make necessarily or or how many kids you have or or you know it but it is something that you determine what success is for you and the successful mindset talk about the book what 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 is it in the um what caused you to write the book my biggest inspiration was to observe how people i admired leaders but also people from all parts of life, uh, writers, poets, uh, athletes, or uh, performers, or, or even just the corporate business leaders that were very happy and, and in their jobs, um, or entrepreneurs, you know, also all walks of life. I like to observe um, what, what is in them? What, what do they have that, that the, peop, the normal people, let's say, the people that think that they cannot reach the, their goals don't have? Or what is missing? Or what is not being in awareness to them? Why is there that, that there are leaders that can transcend in time and leave legacies in societies from generations to come? What is the difference between that kind of person and the person that just lives by the day and just waits for the weekend and believes that their, their life and their presence is not enough or that they cannot achieve uh, anything meaningful? And so by observing, and it, it's been a life journey actually, uh, by not only observing the people in my community, the leaders that I've met during my, my jobs, but also uh, biographies of extraordinary leaders. I started to, to gather everything I could about what makes them uh, different. And the biggest finding is basically going back to the title of the book. They're, they base their success around a personal meaning and uh, they were not targeting fame per se or, or some material um, goal or a specific position but they wish to 
do something meaningful for their communities in a way that made them feel um, they really embraced themselves in the cause, you know. And it was beyond uh, basically their own life. They were not thinking, what do I wish to, how do I wish to see myself, but what do I wish to transform in my community, in my family, in my workplace, or whatever the context was. And this made them um, follow certain a certain path, but also to develop certain characteristical traits that supported them in their journey, basically. And so the book is the comp compilation of that path that I believe they followed, and also the characteristic traits that they developed to reach what they aimed in life, that, or at least to point out to their vision and were successful. Is there a commonality amongst them? I mean, is there like the number one thing that they do and pretty much all of them have done to be successful? And if so, what would that be? I mean, the book comprises 11 pillars that I believe were present in all of them, of all the people I studied. But the very, very if I could name one thing that they all had, no exception, was a vision. They had their own vision of success, of how their, I mean, it's a vision of their life, basically. So they actually, and this is something that you help people with, is to become clear as to what the vision of your life is instead of saying, I don't know, I want to do, but I maybe not. I, you know, I don't know what I, you know, because most of us go down that thing. We say, wouldn't it be great to be a rock star? But you know, there's a lot of practice involved and then you got to write music and then you got to go on tour, you know? So it's, um, it's a matter of um, finding your vision and I call it your passion and, and living your passion to the best of your ability. That, that seems to be a common theme through all successful people, I think. Absolutely. And it's great that you mentioned passion. I believe passion is an ingredient that helps you or fools you towards discovering that vision. Um, but there are many steps involved. Is self-observation is understanding what you love and what you love combined with talents or things you're good at and that's a path of crafting a passion and, in, uh, in, in yeah. working I, I wanted to ask you in working with people do you find that people kind of downplay the things that they do well because it may come naturally to them and they say oh yeah well everybody can do that and and stuff and they and then they accentuate accentuate the things that they don't do well because um it seems like they i don't i don't know do people do that i've had some cases some people are aware of what they are good at but they don't see it as a talent which is what you're saying they don't play themselves they don't 
but I think it's also a bit of a is a lack of awareness and also lack of intense focus and practice. Um, because you can be inherently good at things, but if you don't take the decision to become better at it, maybe you do it naturally, but you could be much better. You could even reach a, a stage or a, a degree of excellence that you will not even imagine. But it, it's a decision to no, go I'm... that path. And it's hard for people to choose uh, to focus in one single thing. I understand. And that, that is, that's one of the, that's one of the issues that I think that why we are here is to discover what is our talent, what we can contribute to the community and to help each other. And then to, then to work at it and really excel at it. But that takes a lot of times that takes a lot of work too. Yes. And it's a hard decision to make. If you already have a, a stable job or certain status or you have reached a certain level of your life where you were afraid to, to make the change, it's difficult to switch from what you're comfortable at towards something completely new. And I don't mean that that talent is new for you. Maybe, for example, writers, maybe you know you're good at writing. To, to leave, if you were just doing it as a hobby, the switch towards being a hobby, towards being your life's work is a huge decision because who guarantees you that you will become a, a very successful writer or that you will become a legend by your writing or your books? And then people start to, to already freak out from there, like, oh, no, what? I mean, I like music. I play it. I love it. I can spend my whole day doing that, but I cannot become a musician because that will mean a full-time job uh, practicing. And then if I'm not successful and if it doesn't work and I have a family, and so you start to put excuses. So that switch of risking the known for the unknown is the primary thing that stops people from really following their passion and focusing most of the time on crafting that passion into something that will become extraordinary. And I believe that we all have extraordinary in us, yeah. but a lot of us don't recognize it. And it's hard to get that out of how do you in your work, how do you help people recognize the magnificence that they are that they are? I self-observation. Um, I strongly uh, guide them in, in, in the path of going fully to self-awareness. And it's part of my job as well. Some people come lost, they don't know how to direct their lives or how to do even self-observation and a technique can be as a coach you can mirror them through your through questions that open up mind the mind of the people or uh, i also encourage them to write to do beyond journaling uh, 
I call it more self-authoring, really uh, writing what they observe of themselves, the good and the bad, and, uh, and really record uh, everything, everything possible on their behavior, their character, how they act in certain situations, because that really opens up a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, I call it the Pandora box. Many people uh, then start to realize many things that were hidden in, in bad habits or in, in certain patterns of thinking that they did not realize they were blocking themselves in going deeper and asking themselves deeper questions and discovering uh, what is what drives their lives really. And it's funny because it sounds like a hard work, but once you're really in it and, and you persist, then it comes so sudden and it's normally something that you were doing always, but you were just not aware that you really, is that really your passion? Because you, you neglected it, you didn't give that importance. Oh, ex exactly. I, I mean, I do this a lot. I do uh, 10 podcasts a week because I love it. And I love talking to people like you um, that, that have really got uh, something positive to say. And, uh, I, and so for me, this, this is the part that's not work. I'm just sitting here having a nice conversation with you. The part that's the work is the editing and the other stuff and the social media and the, all that kind of stuff, which I'm, I'm not particularly good at, nor do I like. But this is what I so I could do this all day, every day. And uh, it would be my, so that's so for me, this is my passion. This is this is what I choose to do. I've got over 600 episodes up now. And uh, um, and having you on the show is just awesome. By the way, we are talking with Paula Connect. She is an author. She is a uh, coach. Uh, the, the The name of her book is The Success Mindset. Came out in November. Is doing really quite well. It's about to be uh, turned into a Spanish book as well, uh, which is your native tongue. And then you're going to have to go throughout Mexico and do uh, book, uh, book uh, um, uh, signings and that sort of thing. Does that sound like fun? Oh, yeah, so much. Looking forward to it. And, and, and you are a bit of a world traveler these days, aren't you? Yes, I, I love traveling. So I, as soon as I had the opportunity to go and do it, I, I did it, and I've been all over the place. I... I love to learn about new cultures, uh, meet new people, understand traditions in other countries, and of course, the beautiful landscapes and the food. Absolutely. I got to ask you, because as we talked about at the beginning, you're in Switzerland and, and other than chocolate, which, which mm -hmm. I know the Swiss are famous for, what are some of the other foods that they are, that, that you really like that, they do really well in Switzerland. Oh, hard to say. I mean, it varies per region because, you know, Switzerland is a tiny country, actually, 8 million people and um, really small. It's no more than 4,000 uh, kilometers wide. I mean, it's, it's 
compared to other countries is not that that uh, big no but um, the food that I like the most well here uh, everybody loves cheese the cheese is just ah. absolutely fantastic and the bread they do uh, great bread is one of my favorites and they then there's there's enough space for them to have cows that milk cows and that sort of thing that they that they uh, make the cheese out of and stuff right well, that's that like that, that's the marketing. <laughs> but yes, I mean there is a the method that they use. I don't know. It's uh, it's just the taste is just so great, and you have so much variety of cheese. And so, if you're a cheese lover, you will love Switzerland. And they have a lot of dishes around that. They have fondue, raclette. Ooh, um, fondue would be fun. Yeah. That would that would that would be good. So so what's going? What's up next for you? What what are, what are you working on these days? Um, are you uh, just working on your coaching practice? Is there another book in the works? What's what's happening for you? So I'm mainly doing coaching practice, individual and in groups, and I write uh, very often. And a part of the book, I'm I'm uh, starting. Uh, a second book. Uh, See, I knew but, you would be. But also write for magazines, uh, online magazines or uh, publications on on different online channels, and I have my own blog, so I write very regularly. And uh, I also work with corporations, and uh, not as I used to do before, hundred uh, percent just. Uh, on, on the corporate, but I do projects, um, big transformational projects where they need certain support on definition of strategy because, you know, not only us, we need to know where to go, but sometimes companies also need uh, support with setting a vision, a direction, and especially now that, you know, digitalization is a big topic. Uh, also in in the corporate world, so I also co cooperate with some companies. So I do still not hundred percent gone from that, but. Uh, <laughs> so you you are extremely busy doing a bunch of stuff now. Do you do coaching all over the world, and do you use Zoom? Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, I have clients in I have in Ghana or in Cyprus. The oh, farthest wow. I had once was in New Zealand. So it's really, that's one of the beauties of, of Zoom nowadays, sort of online uh, meetings that you can really connect with people everywhere and uh, you don't need to be presentially there. Uh, although I would love to, but uh, this gives you an opportunity to reach uh, beyond your geographical zone other people and uh, and be able to help well it's really is you know if anything anything positive comes out of the pandemic it's the fact of that we've learned that we can do zoom and we can be out there and you can do a lot of a lot more work with a lot more people using zoom than if you were traveling to location and then uh, to different locations so that it can be very positive for for someone like you 
Yes, I mean, for the coaching business and also for the writing, you know, because also not being able to talk to people like I used to before the pandemic also gave me the inspiration to focus more on the writing and to be, think how can I reach people beyond just being even, even in Zoom or, or physically present. And that's how it came to me. Okay, another way to reach even more people is to write and to expose uh, also my learnings in, in writing form. And since you've been writing since you were 10, which was what, seven or eight years ago? Um, <laughs> that will <huh>? be nice. <laughs> <laughs> What? Well, what did I say? No, you're you're a beautiful young woman, and you're you're highly intelligent, and and you care about people, and uh, um, that's I can't think of anything better than that. So you must be really proud of yourself. I hope. I think that's that's really lovely, and uh, I accept the compliment. So thank you very much. <laughs> you know, you're very very welcome. It, it it certainly is well deserved. So um, what else would you like to uh, uh, do if, if you had, you know, I know you mentioned that you like music and you like to write and stuff. What, what, if you had a passion, which I know you do, what would, what would that be? My passion is uh, very clear. I, I love to write and to help people. These two things are for me. Uh, it's my life's engine. It's my energy. I get my energy from there. And of course, I'm a voracious reader. I read everything that comes through my hands. Of course, uh, I depends how good it is the writing and the thinking that I keep it. But uh, I normally love everything regarding science, history, uh, mental health. Uh, neuroscience, personal development, everything that helps me understand human nature, I'm uh, truly passionate about. And understanding as well our world, why do we, uh, you know, we also do stupidities as a human civilization. We do so try to be better. So how can we uh, do it in a way that we're getting more compassionate and also we are moving forward and not backwards i would surely like to think that we are moving forward rather than backwards but then then you have to you have to go turn on the news and learn about what's happening in eastern europe and and i know it doesn't affect you but it's still awfully close and uh so i wish you um really a lot of safety and and success and and i wouldn't go over there if i was you um but uh it's 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 a tough time right now so for europe it's absolute and um even if if geographically we're still uh, thousands of kilometers away it's still um you know, it still affects us in any way or another. Um, also, in the collective, um, the collecting feeling of, of sadness that still, I mean, in the 20, I mean, we are 
so far away from World War, war uh, sorry, World War One and uh, almost 22nd century, and we are still uh, doing these things. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. It's 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 remarkably silly. It's just remarkably silly. By the way, if you want to follow along and go to www.my-mindpower.com, that is her her website, correct? Correct. And you can go there and follow along. She's got lots of articles um, written for you on, a, on an abundance of topics and um and some reviews and all that kind of stuff so it would be it would benefit you to go there and to see her and also she she's been on in personal growth magazine thrive global real leaders there's a whole bunch of things here amazon um bvtv uh you know young startups uh happiness series uh hollywood digest you're busy you're a busy you're a busy person <laughs> Yes, I am. But uh, that's, as I said, that gives my life so much joy. So, oh, that's that's awesome. I so, love. again, um, the name of the book is. Uh, hold on, that's a, that's on the other page. I, 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 got, <laughs> I have to go back to that page real quick. Um, I I love the title, by the way, that you you have here. Be extraordinary and dare to the live, dare to live the life of your dreams. And it is possible, you know, I know that we say that a lot people, you know, in, in the coaching business say you can live the life of your dreams. And most of the time people say, no, I can't, I have no shot at living the life of my dreams. I'm just, I'm just a poor, you know, uh, person just, just trying to get by, but you can, you can change that mindset. Can't you? Yes. It's as far as you take the decision to do so. And that, that is the, I think that's the whole program in a nutshell. You have to make that decision. Yeah. If you make, if you make that decision, you can do it. I think. It's like the subtitle say, take back the leadership of your mind. And it's really, um, it's not only that you just take the decision. You know, it's, it's also a rational decision. Uh, we've been influenced our whole life by what other people think is better for us. And I don't say only, you know, the influencers or political leaders or, uh, you know, as, as it goes as deep as your parents, your teachers, your friends, the people closest to you have a strong influence on you. There is a say that uh, is quite popular here and, say, and it's very clear. You are the result of the interaction with your closest five people. So who, how they think, what, what they do, uh, all that has a very strong influence in, in, in you, in ourselves. So sometimes it's worthwhile to really to a step back and say, hold on, is it really the life that I want to live? Is this really me? Am I being influenced and to which extent? And by the TV, by the media, by the, the people closest to us. So let's choose. We will always get influenced. Don't get me wrong. We are here. It is a global community. We are social 
animals that like to connect and we feel a strong meaning in that. And, uh, but we can be wise about who we choose to associate us with. And if I'm gonna get influenced by who I choose to get influenced. <laughs> Exactly. That makes a big difference. And it does. And sometimes we can be our our close circle of friends for uh, an, uh, an abundance of reasons can not be very positive as for, for us and not have our best interest in heart, even though they think they do. Um, so, you know, you find find a group of friends that support what you're doing. I would be it would be my suggestions. So, but uh, by the way, we're talking with Paula Connect, and uh, go get the book, The Success Mindset. And Paula, um, I want to give you just a moment for you to tell our audience anything that you would like them to know about now or in the future about anything you anything at all. What I want people to know about me, or in general. Just in anything you want. This is your time. <laughs> well, um, if there is just one single advice I could give you is, is really um, take, take the time to observe yourself, to listen to yourself. Um, we are busy people. And we like to, you know, run behind. But the best, uh, I think one of the biggest uh, responsibilities we have as, uh, as humans is to, to recognize who we are, why are we here? And the best way is by doing self-observation, question yourself, make yourself the hard questions and strive to get the answers. And you will be very surprised what you will find out about yourself. That's really good. That's really good. And hopefully it'll be a pleasant surprise when you find out about yourself yeah. rather than a not so pleasant surprise. But you can always work to change it. Yeah. I mean, it's good to understand also your dark side because if you understand your dark side is easy as well it's easier to look at the bright side and focus on on showing that bright side that all it exists within us i mean we are marvelous creatures talents that uh, are beyond your craziest imaginations other people have done it many great leaders uh, that we see today that transcended in time did it um, but they had a central quest, and that is why I am here and what is my contribution, and they relentlessly work towards it, despite uh, personal gains or, you know, it's not bad to, to wish yourself uh, to be better or to, to get better, but, uh, but it's important that you uh, always keep your central question in mind when you do it and does this bring me joy am i really the person i aspire to be am i making that contribution great that advice that's everything great great advice by the way we've been talking with paula connect and uh, by the way it's quarter to midnight your time and and i hope you don't turn into a pumpkin at midnight so <laughs> but, 
It is. So with that, I'd like to thank you so much for being here. Get the book, The Success Mindset. You can pick it up at Amazon or Barnes & Noble or any any place will have it. And if they don't have it, they can order it. So that's uh, Paula Connect is the author and The Success Mindset. And with that, I'd like to thank Paula for being here and staying up with us so late at night. I really appreciate you uh, doing this for us. So thank you and wait right there and I'll be right to back. Thanks for enjoying this episode all the way to the end. Please give us a like and subscribe to this channel. This has been a production of KMmedia.pro. Please visit our website, oddly enough, named KMmedia.pro for more details about us and our mission, which is to provide great positive programming designed to inspire us all. I'm Kevin McDonald, and I'm proud of these shows, and I truly hope that you'll like them and share them with friends and family. So on behalf of our entire team, remember, be kind to each other because each other's all we've got. We'll see you next time.